Collective, what is up? How are we doing? Man, what an awesome time it is. We are kicking off with our very first podcast as we launch in. We've been in the middle of our relationship series and you guys have just been blowing us up with questions, asking all about relationships. How do you navigate them? How do you go about them? And so here we are with a podcast, extending those conversations from a Wednesday, wanting to answer your specific questions. And so we're so excited about this. We'll be launching this over the next bit. And I'm really just excited about where God can take this podcast and what we can end up doing with it. Um, but our prayer is honestly that it just blesses you and that, that we're able to walk with you as you navigate life, um, as you navigate faith, um, college, and dating, and love, and all that above. And so we're just here with you. Um, so open it up. Like I said, man, we're going to get into answering some more of your questions that you've sent out for this relationship series. And so um, feel free, continue to send those in, continue to text those out, and we'll try to get to them as we go. And like I said, continue to answer some in this podcast. So the first question, I'm going to jump right in. It says, how do I help show my friend what to look for in a relationship so that she doesn't get hurt? By the way, she's not a Christian. Man, that is such a good question. I think that's something that definitely you have to learn to navigate and walk through. And I think the first is, man, leading by example. Showing her, as Paul says in 1 Corinthians, like, imitate me as I imitate Christ. And so for you to be an example to her, imitating Christ, and honestly what it looks like um, to be in a relationship or maybe to just even know your own worth, know your own identity, to not get caught up in the waves and the emotions of relationships and all of that but to stay firm in your foundation with Christ, I think for her is going to be something that that she can look at and be like, whoa, how are you so different? And so leading by example with that, and then just speaking truth into her, helping her figure out her identity, her worth, and all of that, um, honestly, is what's going to bleed over into helping her find really a right relationship. Um, So that's a great question. Another question, should you forgive someone who has cheated and has changed and is walking with the Lord now? Um, so someone's cheated, but now they're different. They've changed into walking with the Lord. Should you forgive them? I think my answer to this is absolutely you should forgive them. Now, Christ, we believe, ha- has forgiven us of our sins. That The Bible says that all have sinned and fallen short. So no one is perfect. The Bible says no, not one. And so absolutely the same love and grace that Christ offers us we should offer to others. The Bible says that you should forgive seven times 70. And so I think you should absolutely forgive them and figure out um, between you and Christ what it looks like to forgive them in your heart. Now, should you date them again or should you get back together? I would ask you these questions. Are you genuinely seeing fruit in a changed life for them? Has there been enough time? Like, fruit for in order for it to grow on a tree. And we talked about what spiritual fruit and stuff looked like. But in order for fruit to grow, man, it takes time. I think they say that it's somewhere around like four years before before the first like avocado tree will produce a fruit. And so I'm not saying you need to wait four years to figure that out. But I would say, man, you need to see like, is there truly this heart change and truly this life transformation? And then if there is, and you've given it enough and appropriate time to see that, then yeah, I think with the right boundaries and with forgiveness at its root, and it's going to be a lot of work, but I absolutely think that, you know, you can make that relationship work. But I would just say, man, be very bold, like protect yourself, stand up for yourself and make sure that there's true transformation there. Um, Don't be judgmental or a hypocrite, but I think when it comes to dating, you know, you've got to stand firm on your foundation in Christ. All right, another question. How do I approach a woman if I don't know her? 
Man, what a good question. I, I love it. Uh, my answer is be you. Be who God created you to be, and then just go for it. Here's what you're going to have to do. Embrace the awkward. Embrace the uncomfortable. It's it's You're going to be full of nerves. You're going to have all of that. So just embrace it. Be who God's created you to be, and trust God. Listen, if you go up there and, uh, you know, you just go up and say, hey, you know, here's I'm, my name's Granger. Nice to meet you. Insert your name and uh, just begin to go confidently and do it. And listen, if that's not who God has for you, then so be it. There's plenty of, plenty of other people out there, um, but you just got to go for it. You'll never know if you just sit around and keep thinking about it. And so be you, be comfortable in who God's created you to be, embrace the awkward, and go for it. Another question. So how do you tell your friend that you don't think their relationship is God-honoring? How do you tell your friend you don't think their relationship is God-honoring? Man, this is a really tough one. You know, I think first, man, do you have relationship? Do you have relational equity? Do you have the ability to speak into their lives, into their relationship? I'm, I'm hoping that if it's a friend, that you do. And then I think with that being said, you know, making sure, hey, how do I do this in a way that I don't come off as judgmental or critical? And I think it goes back to really Ephesians 4.15, where scripture says to, that we will speak in truth, the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ. Speaking the truth, but in love. Man, letting them know, hey, this is coming from a place of, I love you. I really, truly care about you. And I'm seeing some things that that are kind of making me nervous. Like I'm seeing things in your life that are are red flags. And man, I feel like you've you've fallen off a little bit. You've fallen away. Galatians 5, 7 actually says that, man, you were running so well. Who hindered you from obeying the truth? And maybe that's something that you're seeing in their life. Like, man, they used to be so on fire. Now all of a sudden, like there's something hindering that. Maybe you even pull that um, scripture out to them and present that to them and see what that looks like. Um, but I think it's you got to go in love. And then like we talked about, Proverbs 24, 26, an honest answer is a kiss on the lips, means it shows that you care about them and that you really want what's best for them. And so because of that, you're willing to be honest. And I think setting up in that way, hey, I love you. And I know that this could come off um, wrong. You know, you could you could hear this wrong, take this wrong. But listen, because I love you, I'm willing to risk that factor in the factor that you may not want to be my friend anymore, but it's because I love you that I'm willing to risk that to tell you because I care so much about you. You know, something that um, Pastor Noe has always said and, and, you know, I've incorporated in my life is I, I'd rather have somebody pull me back than pat my back pat my back as I walk off a cliff, right? I don't want somebody that's just going to stand around me and see that I'm headed to a path of destruction and just let me keep on going and and not think a big deal about it. But I want to surround myself with people who are going to pull me back and, and call out those blind spots in my life and help hold me accountable. And so, man, be that for your friends. But I think it's all about how you do it. You're going to have to approach it in love um, and make sure that they know that it's in love. Um, and then again, it's one-on-one. Find the appropriate setting to do it. Don't do it in front of a bunch of other people. Um, do it in a way that, man, they are, their soil, so to speak, is ready for the seed to be planted. They're in a place where they're ready to hear it and receive it. And so I think that is a, a huge one for that. Making sure that you don't do it somewhere where it's just this offhand conversation, but really it's something super intentional. You take them out to lunch, you sit down one-on-one, 
um, ask them to go for a walk and, and, you know, go to a walk somewhere that's quiet and, I mean, is, can be, have that heartfelt moment that truly is serious and approach it in love. Um, that's a really, really good question. And, and man, I love the fact that you're willing to ask that and, and it shows that you care for your friend. Um, all right, another question. Do you have to date with the intention of marriage? Do you have to date with the intention of marriage? Man, that that's a question that um, I think I would ask another question on it is, if you're not dating with the intention of marriage, then what what is your intention with dating? Do you have a right intentions in dating? Like, are you just out there to have fun? And if you are, man, I, I question that a little bit because it's like, man, a lot of harm can come from that. You you know, you can end up hurting a lot of people. And I'm not saying that on the first date you have to be like, is this the person or is this not? Um, right? You're navigating feelings and all that sort of stuff. But I think there does come this point where you're going to get to where it's like, man, I'm not just dating to date or whatever for for fun, for kicks and giggles. Like I'm here to find someone that I want to spend my the rest of my life with. And I think those people are in the same place. And so um, if you're not dating to find that person, then what are you doing? What what are you doing with that time? And and there's going to come a point where that person's going to say the exact same thing. Like, hey, I, I'm dating someone to find my spouse. And so um, I think you need to date with intentions. Being intentions is what we talked about last week. And um, have intentionality in your dating life. Don't just casually go through it. But know what you're doing and know what you're looking for. And if you have that, it's going to save you from a lot of heartache. It's going to save you from um, um, hurting a lot of other people and them going through heartache. And so I think you definitely need to be intentional in dating to know what your goal or your aim is um, and uh, be open to that. Now, you don't have to say, hey, I'm dating you to get married on date number one. Like, no, that date is I'm trying to get to know you. Um, but what's the end goal after that? There's got to be steps one, two, three, and four, right? Um, if it's just, I'm, I'm just here to get to know you, well, then just be friends. Don't go on a date. Just be their friend. There's nothing wrong with that. That's great. Go and have and meet as many people as you can and have friends. Um, but I would say date with intentions, date with a purpose. Um, good question, though. Question number six for us. How do you heal from a, an abusive relationship? How do you find healing from an abusive relationship? First of all, I would just say, man, thank you for sending in this question. I know that even just typing that out on a message probably wasn't easy for you. And so, um, man, that's so cool of you to do. And know that first and foremost, I think, man, it's seeking Christ. Man, Scripture talks about that Christ, He is the great healer. He is our great counselor. Um, and so really, I think it is leaning into Him and understanding that relationship, allowing Him to heal, to mend your heart. And then, honestly, to to not just be open and talk about it with him and ask him for that healing, but it may need to go a step further and you may need to see a actual counselor and walk through a counselor with that. And there's nothing, absolutely nothing wrong with that. Um, but find those appropriate steps for healing. Go see a counselor and then bring it to the light. Get it to where you can um, feel comfortable being open and talking about it and finding that place of healing. But I think the number one place of healing for you is going to be through Christ and um, just diving into his word, leaning into him and just opening up with him, talking to him about it. But then again, man, seek out a, a Christian biblical counselor who's going to walk you through that and help you navigate that. 
And um, man, we love as a church here at MPHX Church, we'd love to connect you with some resources and that. So feel free to send us a message on Instagram or reach out via email. If that's something that you're needing or seeking, we'd love to recommend some people to you. Good question. Another question for us. Can my boyfriend and I start over? As in, have God in the center, even if we've had sex already? Man, great, great question. Once you've messed up, it's too far, too gone. Um, Is there a way back? Absolutely, there is. Man, God is the master at mending back together things that have been broken. He is known for being a God that restores and heals and mends and makes whole. And so, absolutely, you can get back to having God the center. Now, what I'm going to have to tell you is it's going to be really hard. Man, it's going to take a lot of hard work, but it's worth it. And absolutely, it's worth it. I know friends in my own life um, that, man, they got in that situation. And by the grace of God and setting up the appropriate boundaries and um, really setting up accountability and friends around them, having all of that, man, they were able to get God in the center of their relationship and honor God and now have a beautiful, healthy marriage. And so absolutely, I think you can. Um, But like I said, it's going to take hard work right? You're going to have to redraw some lines and get extreme with that. Set up boundaries, meaning, you know, don't put yourself in situations where you're going to fail. And then, man, make God the center. He has to be the center. And that's by both of you individually pursuing him wholeheartedly. And then, like I said, get strong accountability and strong community around you. Um, And we're not meant to go through this and navigate this alone. All right, another good question. This is a fun one. Can a girl ask a guy out? Can a girl ask a guy out? Hey, here's what I'll say. A lot of people might have a lot of different opinions on this. I'm not going to necessarily give you an opinion. Here's what I'll say. If you go into God's word, I got a story for you. In Ruth 3, Ruth actually goes to Boaz herself and says, Boaz, hey, spread, ask him to spread his wings and cover her with his robe. What that was meaning in that time is she's basically saying, Boaz, will you marry me? And so uh, Ruth in scripture in the Bible pursued Boaz. And um, because of that, Boaz saw it as honorable and uh, he married her. And so I would just say, there's a story of it in the Bible. Now, listen, you know, part two of that, it says, uh, part two question on that is, Should a girl show a guy she's interested? If so, how? I think, girls, if you've got feelings for a guy, go tell him. Let him know. And um, now, here's the thing. is If he doesn't take any initiative after that, like, if he doesn't do anything, then move on, okay? Because you want a guy that he's going to be a leader and take charge and, like, you know, again, lead in purity and clarity and all of those things. Um, But if he doesn't, like just keep moving on. But I think it's okay to let him know. And sometimes, you know, guys are dumb and we just need a little push to be like, hey, I don't know if you've recognized this, but I'm I'm into you. Like, I, I think I have feelings for you and let's see where this goes and let him take initiative from that point on, you know, and uh, be lead you and ask you on a date and do all that sort of stuff. Um, but I, I do think, I mean, it sets the foundation for it. And so asking all of that. So, hey, I mean, we have loved having your questions, putting your questions in, um, and we just say, man, feel free to continue to send them in. We're going to try and answer these. Um, you can text those in to 602-563-2028. And so I'll give you that number one more time. It's 
563-2028. Man, send us your relationship questions. We may not get to them all, um, but we do love answering them, and we hope that then this is a source of help for you guys. And um, man, really just helps you honor God in your relationships, make Him at the forefront and um, the leader of those. But it all boils down to, and I'll say it every week, trusting God, setting Him as the foundation, dating with an open hand, saying, God, I trust you wholeheartedly with my relationships. And if you give me something, it's yours. And if you choose to take it away, God, I trust you. Why? Because he loves you. And so it's, as scripture says, um, not just knowing the love of God, but believing in the love of God. And when you believe, it changes and affects the way you live. And so, Collective, we love you guys. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Hope was able to answer some more of your questions, was able to dive into it. And we'll keep this going. So give us a like, give us a follow, and we're excited for what is to come. Collective, we'll see you next Wednesday.